With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Castle Talk, where we talk to writers and creators of today's genre worlds. I'm your host, Jason Henderson, publisher at Castle Bridge Media, home of the Castle of Horror Anthology. Tonight, we're talking to Lawrence Fowler from way over in the UK, writer, director of, the, of Jack in the Box, Awakening, a brand new film that follows on Fowler's film, Jack in the Box. In the new film, terminally ill heiress Olga Marsdale acquires a mysterious gothic box containing a captured demon, the titular Jack. The powerful entity within makes a deadly deal with Olga and her, her devoted son, Edgar, to deliver six victims and Olga will live. Um, Lawrence Fowler is a multi-award winning Welsh film director and writer. Working alongside his partner, Jeff Fowler Media Limited, was born to produce genre feature films and TV projects for worldwide audiences. His 2020 film, Jack in the Box, earned a Best Feature Award at the British Horror Film Festival and held its premiere at the prestigious Leicester Square. Welcome, Lawrence. Thanks for having me. Quite the introduction. Uh, Thank you very a much. Whole life story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> so the the one thing that strikes me first, looking at uh, at Jack in the Box Awakening, is it's it's very much it feels like, and I you have to tell me if you were thinking about this. It feels quite gothic. You know, you have this this uh, this young woman who travels a distance to to take a job in a in a great house. You know, and which is sort of the that's the kickoff to so many great you know classic gothic stories and i wonder is that uh was that how the first movie was and is that sort of you know how did you wind up in that like hey let's do a gothic thing this time yeah well absolutely we'd absolutely love uh, gothic films some of our films are myself personally things like woman in black the others yeah. you know really sort of gothic um atmospheric type films and you're absolutely right you know setting a, a filming it in a you know a distant uh, isolated manner it is the starting of a lot of different films but um, I think it lends itself so well to horror because it feels so far from safety yeah. um, and when you've got such a you know a character such as the Jack sort of running riot on uh, <laughs> on a series of characters you want to give them that sense that uh, you know safety is, is a long way away it's going to be very difficult to get away from from a character like this and um, yeah just get them as far away from the general public as, as possible is a very good idea generally and uh do you know what sometimes you find the absolute you know most beautiful locations in the lost in the countryside so it, it again it's a combination that that, that uh, works very well what is this this location that you're filming at uh we filmed a different couple of uh, couple of different locations uh so they're all in northampton which is mm -hmm. uh in england and again amazing countrysides um these are just uh you know just people's homes uh, mansions that we uh, rent out for you know a period of weeks and uh, the people there that you know very kindly let us do whatever we want in the houses <laughs> that's <laughs> cool. with the interruptions and stuff like that but um, no one one of them uh, the exterior location uh, the owner of it bought it I think 60 70 years ago for very very little money wow. um, and, and made his his fortune selling uh, I think he invented a product that's used in lots and lots of different cleaning products around the world so he gets a, <laughs> a good chunk of money every now and again and it's bought in this amazing sort of estate so yeah, it's, it's just finding these little gems in the countryside that uh, just make perfect settings for little gothic kind of stories like this. 
<coughs> so the setup to the story is you've got this this uh this woman who is dying her uh, her adult son is around and she has paid a lot of money to have this artifact delivered to her that sets up that bargain that we talked about which is that there's yes. a demon <clears throat> and it's got to eat five people and um and so you that's how you introduce this monster into this and it occurred to me that's like a classic monster uh, like once you have a monster on your hands that you can bring back again and again like dracula you know in the six sure. keeps coming back how is he going to come back this time it seems it, it seems to me you might be able to do a lot of these things yeah i mean that, that's kind of the interesting thing is that when you uh almost set the, the rules you know like, like you said the box you have, have six victims uh once it's got the six victims it becomes trapped again it, it's just so much room for creating a law and you know creating uh these sort of myths and, and ideas that uh lend themselves well to stories about demons and things like that but uh, it's an awful lot of fun to play with and yeah i think uh, jack has many an adventure ahead of him <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if things go our way yeah it'd be nice james swanson plays the jack in the box and he's this yes. this gangly uh i believe i i, I can't remember I, I thought that he was quite an interesting performer and i may actually have interviewed him a couple of years ago but uh i wouldn't be know. surprised yeah yeah he he's, appears in lots of sort of horror and creature based films so i wouldn't surprise me at all he just has a very fascinating uh theatricality it it must it must be weird for you to sit to be on the set talking to this guy and then and he's just talking to you in that in that bizarre clown outfit and then absolutely you absolutely. say action and you go <laughs> absolutely and the thing to remember I guess is is I'm not the tallest of guys I'm like five eight and we we hire these actors that are towering above me you know with giant shoes and you know they often creature actors tend to be very tall and you know to, to feel. You know, rather sure. powerful so uh, i'm looking up at this as well this uh, wonderful creation it's uh, it's a little surreal and i think when we like i said before you know we, we often film uh, and rent out people's homes when the owners come down and sort of see what we're doing it's uh, it often oh. gets a, a few questions yeah it's like oh i'm sure know. that's what i'm sure that's wonderful <laughs> yeah you get some Pardon mixed me. responses you really do especially from people you know with uh, as you know films when you're filming them generate a bit of a crowd so you sometimes get onlookers coming up thinking you know who is this what are they doing yeah uh, so it's uh but no i mean james is a fantastic performer i think uh the reason he keeps appearing in uh similar type films like this is because he's he's you know got a, a very unique look but the way he moves the way he uses his body is, is just so incredible yeah and uh it's a real talent and we, we put out you know we put out a casting call trying to find uh, a perfect uh actor for the part and we put you know we got self-tapes and stuff like that and his just was just so so incredible um that it was just impossible not to not to go with him he, he really transformed into something otherworldly and uh, i think that carries through to the film as well wonderful <clears throat> um so uh one thing that i really enjoy in in the film you have you set up a lot of suspense because as you mentioned our our main character molly uh, uh amy who played by molly yes. hindle uh is you know she's hired on as as help at this house and um they can't leave i mean typically there's a there's a nine o'clock curfew there's no mm -hmm. internet, there's no phone, and they're behind a great electric gate that, <clears throat> that you know, there's a lot of business that comes around just to, just getting this electric gate to turn on and, and be able to open. Yeah. And I'm curious, was that totally made up? Is this a real thing or is this a prop that you built? I mean, what, what, what is that gate? Yeah, it, it's... It's an idea that kind of stemmed from, I don't know if you're familiar with Dead by Daylight, which is uh, one of my favorite games, the idea of being trapped in a location and needing to find a way out through, you know, a giant set of gates or something like that. So it's a combination of, of using, a bit, you know, a couple of different locations, one which had this, you know, long sort of driveway and one that had uh, a large gate at the, the back. And then we built um, a prop sort of mechanism that 
needed the key to unlock the gate. So it's a combination of, of the lot, really. But um, the actual mechanism we're probably talking about where, you know, Amy inserts the key, pulls the giant <laughs> Rose lever. the key, tries to get a full charge so that she can then, yes. you know, flip the uh, switch. Com- this, completely, yeah. completely fictional prop, yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> our prop maker spent a lot of time making it. And, and you know, with all these things, with props, the, the difficult thing is making them feel real, feel aged. You know, a lot of yeah. props can, can feel quite clean. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time um, Jeff spent a lot of time dirtying it down, making it rusty. And the actors, the, the lever you've probably seen, which, you know, they seem to really struggle pulling down, is so light, it basically falls down. So again, uh, really good performances by the guys to to sell the idea that it's a really kind of hard <laughs> lever to pull down. <laughs> that's really So yeah, funny. combination of talents there. Yeah, That's, that's very cool. Um, so <clears throat> when... <laughs> Please forgive me, my cough. Um, when you're dealing with horror, I know that that this is one of the few genres where you know fans can can become uh, you know if, in a good way. Fans can be really devoted. They can, and I'm wondering if you're if you're hearing from fans about Jack of the Box or if you've been to a conference and seen anybody dressed up as your character yet. I haven't gone out and seen it myself. I mean, we get um, a lot of fan art and stuff like that. And a lot do of you really? Oh, yeah, cool. we do. It's, I try and post them online and social media whenever I can because. Uh, I like trying to, to give the artists kind of a bit of a, Absolutely. you know, kind of a loop back of people who, yeah, I'm trying to give a loop back of people who like us and like the art and then, you know, give them new followers and stuff like that. But um, I really appreciate things like that. And it, uh, it, it's rather amazing to know that something that sort of came out of my brain and, you know, this huge team that we, we put together, you know, developed this, this idea and it's taken off so much that people want to spend time creating artwork and, and dressing up as the, as the Jack is, it's fantastic. It's really, really yeah. nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it always makes my day whenever I see it. <laughs> so the new film comes out January 18th here. So in about so uh, uh, in about a week um, yeah. here in the United States, and it's already out in the United States in, in uh, the UK on VOD, mm-hmm. digital, HD, and DVD. And it's so funny that this is the world that we live in now, where people have you know just millions of choices at their fingertips, right? And so sure. so they're. It's Friday night. You've got your popcorn. You've got you've got your your, your friends from college, whatever, and you pick something. And I wonder. It feels like this is a great time to be a director because you can get stuff into in front of more people, but also a mm. tough time because look how difficult it is to to get to get people's attention. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think you're absolutely right. It's both because uh, the opportunities are there for for more than ever before for more people. It's just harder to cut through the you know the horror is a very saturated market so it's very difficult to cut to the front of that line really difficult and get your film seen at the front of prime but whatever i mean one of the huge motivations for me when i first started making films it was it was my dream to see a, a dvd of, of one of my films on a you know a shelf in the supermarket or uh-huh. there's a shop here called hmv i don't know if they've got them in america but it's essentially stores that sell dvds and that yeah. to me was my idea of making it, you know, seeing seeing my work out there for sale. And and what's been really sad over the last few years is how the shelf space for these films has, has really shrunk right. uh, to the point where some of my favorite stores don't stock DVDs anymore. So on that side of things, it's really sad because everything's moving online and, you know, as you say, Prime and Netflix and all that sort of thing. So it's it's good and bad, good and bad. But yeah, if, if you're an aspiring director, there's, there's certainly opportunities out there if uh, if you're willing to take a chance on yourself and uh, commit the time to it. That's that's wonderful. So are you are you already planning for? Because I know that your production company focuses on on horror. Are you planning on another Jack in the Box or, or what's next? Yeah, we we've always wanted to do a sci-fi, so that's something we want to do at some point. It's quite difficult because you pigeonhole yourself is probably the wrong phrase but you kind of get into a rhythm of things horror seems to be doing 
quite well for us and then we get contacts in the horror world and it, it, it was sort of you know we're, we're pursuing horror quite uh, strongly at the moment so we, the next we're we're going to make a film called uh, the ghost within which we're going to start, mm-hmm. start shooting in march uh quite you know obviously a, a ghost story set in yeah. english countryside and uh, we're very excited about that and uh if jack 2 goes quite well in terms of you know audience res- um reception and sales and things like that we'd love to make jack 3 perhaps later this year or early next but um yeah for horror horror for now fantastic i mean i just think it's great because because you know you're 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 living a dream you're dedicating yourself to art and you're creating films and and i i this is this this is wonderful um yeah. so it's a it's a good looking it's a good looking movie and it's got it's got a lot of, of really great tension I, I i gotta say for the listener there are moments when uh you do these tricks where a person is uh a person is looking into the darkness as lightning or some other effect is causing the room to light up and then close and it's great it it, it really it really builds just wonderful tension in this um, thanks a lot yeah absolutely lawrence fowler thank you so much for joining us to talk about jack in the box awakening i can't wait no to to hear how it goes have a fantastic evening you too and thanks so much for having me on really yes, sir. bye with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.